The following is a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike LLC. Hello and welcome into On the Mat on Hawkeye's Mike, a production by Hawkeye's Mike. I'm Tyler Chumlin, your host. The Iowa Hawkeyes heading into the Big Ten Wrestling Championships coming up at Carver Hawkeye Arena in Iowa City this weekend. And then on to Madison Square Garden in New York City for the National Wrestling Tournament coming up in a few weeks for the Hawkeyes. Since we last talked here on Hawkeye's Mike and On the Mat, the Hawkeyes have had some wins, but they've also had some losses. Uh, Finished up the regular season undefeated with nice wins over Minnesota and Indiana. And then they got into the NWCA, NWCA National Duels. They won the first round, but they lost to NC State 21-17 at Carver Hawkeye Arena this past week. Disappointing match. Sam Brooks was under, was uh, was upset a little bit at 184. Uh, Nathan Barrett got things done at 197. But ultimately, Sam Stoll could not beat Gwiz at heavyweight, and Iowa ends up falling 21-17. Not the type of finish the Hawkeyes wanted in the NWCA, NWCAs again. They they have not had the kind of success they would have liked to have had there. Uh, if you recall, last year they lost uh, to Missouri in the national in the championships. But it's time now for the postseason wrestling tournaments that actually matter for the individual wrestlers. Uh, the NWCAs they do matter, but we're getting into conference tournament time. We're getting into national tournament time, and for the Hawkeye wrestling team, that is what absolutely does matter. All ten weight classes will wrestle at the Big Tens. Iowa won last year, but they tied with Ohio State for the team title. You'd like to like, like to think the Iowa Hawkeye guys will be able to get a victory on their own this year. Tough task ahead of them though. Penn State, they're back in action as one of the top teams in the country after taking a back seat last year having some of those young guys uh, wrestle unattached and not trying to not trying to essentially have the kind of success Penn State's been known to have with Kale Sanderson at the helm there. But they're going to be a very, very tough customer. And then Ohio State a team that Iowa tied with last season. They've got ranked wrestlers all the way up and down their lineup. Hawkeyes and the Buckeyes did not wrestle in a duel this year. Same with Penn State and Iowa. What I'm going to do here for the formatting of this podcast on the mat here on Hawkeyes, Mike, I'm going to go through all the weight classes, then we're going to talk about the team picture and what the Hawkeyes need to do to bring home the hardware at Carver, or I guess keep the keep the hardware at home since this tournament's going to be at Carver Hawkeye Arena. We'll start with 125, obviously, starting with the lowest weight class. Number two in the country, Thomas Gilman the junior undefeated on the year 20 and 0 last season second at the Big Tens he lost to Tomasello Tomasello the kid from Ohio State he's ranked number one in the country that will likely be our championship match but don't sleep on some of those other wrestlers at this weight class you've got Nico Megalutis who's number four in the country you've also got some uh, sleeper guys like Tom Lambert from Nebraska who Gilman beat 11 to 4 this year Elijah Oliver from Indiana Gilman beat him 12 to 4 but Last year, Gilman got second at the Big Tens, fourth at the NCAAs. Now remember, Gilman did defeat Tomasello at the duel last season, 2-1. to one. They didn't wrestle at the duel this year because there wasn't one. But Gilman has beat Tomasello in the past. This should be a fun weight class. Seven qualifiers from 125 will be representing the Big Ten at the national duels. We go through this whole thing. We go through the qualifiers. I'll tell you how many, how many guys are going to qualify automatically coming up this coming weekend at Carver-Hawkeye Arena. But again, there's four. 46 at large bids still out there guys can still qualify for the national tournament and ultimately Iowa needs to qualify all 10 weight classes they absolutely do it's going to be tough. They've got their backs against the wall a little bit at a couple weight classes. You look at 141, we'll get into that a little bit uh, coming up. But look, going forward, 
Iowa's got to get points. They've got to get bonus points at these lower weight classes. Thomas Gilman is the guy to do it. He is the guy at, at 125. Needs to be a Big Ten champion. Gilman's only got one more year after this. You talk about guys that have gone through that have had success. He's one of them. Fourth at the NCAAs. He's an All-American. He's a, he's a he's second in the Big Tens. Last year, he was unable to get over that hump and beat Tomasello. Tomasello ultimately beat him 3-2 to two in that championship bout. This year is the year for Thomas Goman to step up and try to do something big. Seven guys qualify at 125 for the national tournament. Thomas Goman should be one of them, barring an injury default or something like that. But Gilman's looking for more than just a qualification. He's looking for a Big Ten championship. 133, number three, Corey Clark. He has one loss on the season, 17-1, and one, the junior. Last year, he got third of the Big Tens, lost to Dardanes um, in the uh, in the. Uh, Championship bracket got down one his third place match. Look, got second of the NCAA's. Corey Clark's guy's the limit. These first two weight classes, 125 and 133. It is all about championships. Big Ten championships, NCAA championships. They need to win. Corey Clark going into this thing has got his. He's got. A, it's a tough bracket. I, you could make a real argument that this is the toughest of the brackets for the Big Ten because there's so many wrestlers that can probably win it if things were to fall their way. You go up and down. Number two, Zane Richards from Illinois. Uh, Clark lost to him five to three. Sudden victory. Um, back in January, number four, Jordan Conway at Penn State. He's up at 133 after wrestling at 125 last season. He's number four in the country. Number seven, Johnny DeJulius from Ohio State. Now remember, last year, Corey Clark beat Don Johnny DeJulius for third at the Big Tens. That could be a very interesting matchup. Number eight, Joff Alexander from Maryland. Number nine, Eric Montoya from Nebraska. Uh, Bruno from Michigan's number 19. Taylor from Wisconsin's number 20, who Clark beat seven to three. And then Don Malone from Northwestern, who Clark pinned this season. Nine wrestlers will will qualify of the 14 possible spots for the national tournament out of the Big Ten. That's nine guys. Corey Clark's going to qualify for the national tournament unless he gets injured. It's pretty obvious. It's pretty clear. But will he be able to get those points that Iowa needs by winning the tournament? That's his goal. His goal is to beat Zane Richards, to beat Jordan Conway, to be victorious standing on the top of that platform, of that podium, at the end of the third session for the Big Ten Wrestling Championships. And it's definitely doable. It's something that he has a goal. It's his goal. He wants to win the Big Tens, and he ultimately wants to win the national tournament. He wants to win the NCAAs. 125 and 133 are two weight classes that Iowa's got to do well. If they don't do well, they have no chance of having the kind of success that they want to have in these types of tournaments, these types of settings. So Thomas Gilman, Corey Clark, the expectation is very simple. Big Ten championship or bust coming up this weekend at Carver Hawkeye Arena. This is On The Mat, the wrestling podcast on Hawkeyes Mike. Follow along with us on Twitter, at Hawkeyes Mike. I'm Tyler Chumlin. You can follow along with me on Twitter as well, at Tyler Chumlin. Moving on to the third weight class, 141. A big old question mark on everyone's ticker, on my notes and everything that we've had all season long. The senior, Brody Grothis, is he the guy? Is it Topher Carton, the junior? Is he going to step in there? Grothis has wrestled well lately. After he came back from injury, he got a big pin against Indiana. His final regular season duel, it's his first pin at Carver Hawkeye Arena here a couple weeks ago and the big thing here for 141 is get someone qualified it's not about bonus points it is about bonus points it's always about bonus points in wrestling especially at these elite levels when you're talking about um division one wrestling in the big 10 and these guys need to get bonus points all the time but Brody Grothis or Topher Carton need to qualify for the NCAA championships and they need to win big matches in this tournament, talking about the Big Tens. Big Tens got some good wrestlers. Number four, Micah Jordan from Ohio State. Number six, Anthony Ashnall 
from Rutgers. Number eight, Tommy Thorne from Minnesota. Number 19, Javier Gasca III from Michigan State. Jimmy Gulaban from Penn State. He's been around a little a little while. Gulaban's been in that slot. He's wrestled in these big tournaments before. Don't sleep on Gulaban. Uh, Abaddon from Nebraska's in there as well. Seven wrestlers will qualify for the, for the NCAA Blaze out of the Big Ten. They'll more than likely get an at-large bid or two probably in this weight class as well, assuming that guys like Grothis are, end up being up there. So, Brody Grothis, sky's the limit here. He's got to get an upset. He's got to wrestle well. He has to peak at the right time. And Brody Grothis, I had a chance to ask him about this a couple weeks ago after the Indiana duel um, when Iowa when Iowa wrapped up, solidified the uh, Big Ten dual championships at Carver Hawkeye Arena by beating the Hoosiers of Indiana. And here's what Brody Grothis had to say about that very thing, peaking at the right time. Here's the senior 141-pounder for the Hawkeyes. Yeah, you know, each time out, I feel like I'm closer to form. Uh you know, there's there's still a couple weeks here before uh, Big Tens to, to keep improving. And I think no matter what, you're never going to be at your top form. You know, you, you just got to peak at the right time. And, uh, you know, I feel like I'm coming on each time out. You know, I'm, I'm uh, doing a better job, I feel like. Interesting in that clip, he talks about peaking at the right time, not necessarily being able to wrestle to your best abilities ever, because sometimes that's not the case. But if you can peak at the right time and you can get big wins, you can get nice shots in there, you can be on be on the offense, score when you need to score, continue to score, be tough, be mentally tough as well as physically tough, you can win these big matches. And Brody Grothis is one of these guys that can win these big matches. He has won big, big matches in the past. Kid right from Davenport assumption he can do this he's a kid that he's been following Iowa wrestling for his entire life and now he's given the opportunity to go out there and make his mark on the Iowa wrestling program Iowa needs to qualify someone at 141 in the NCAA tournament because that's the only way they can probably win the tournament is if they get someone at 141 who can possibly score points that's what it comes down to for the Hawkeyes getting points anywhere and everywhere that they possibly can Moving on to 149. Number one, Brandon Sorensen, 22-0. Sorensen has been really good this year, but he hasn't been incredible. Now, I say that with apprehension because I know that Iowa fans, you know, you're 22-0, you're number one in the country, you've had some wins over some really good wrestlers. He's beat number three, Jake Souflon, twice, 6-5 and 7-4. He beat Jake Short of Minnesota, 6-2. But this is a really tough weight class. There are some people out there, intermatwrestle.com, intermat, they have St. Rutherford as number one over top of Brandon Sorensen because he hasn't been that impressive with bonus points. He hasn't been killing guys. He hasn't been scoring as much as he probably could. Last season, the Big Tens, Sorensen got second. Lost to Sertzis from Northwestern, who is in the field. Sertzis has not had the type of season that he would have liked. Sertzis could be out for blood. NCAAs last year, Sorensen got fourth. The expectation this year for Brandon Sorensen is very simple. He wants to win the Big Tens. He wants to win the NCAAs. He's got some good wrestlers ahead of him, though. You look at the Big Tens. I mentioned Rutherford, who's number two. Souflon, who's number three. Uh, Pantaleo from Michigan, he's number five. Sertis, number seven. Even Jake Short from Minnesota, who I mentioned a little bit ago. Uh, Sorensen beat him six to two. He's number 12, and he's a good wrestler. They've got some good kids at this weight class. Only six qualifiers at 149. Probably going to get more. We see this all the time in the Big Tens. They typically get a lot more wrestlers than than are actually allocated uh, for the national tournament. But again, six wrestlers—that's the lowest number um, throughout the entire throughout the all the weight classes that the Big Ten has allocated for them. Sorensen will qualify more than likely, but the big thing for Brandon Sorensen is getting a victory. And if Iowa wants to win the Big Ten championship, they have to have Brandon Sorensen get a victory, in my opinion, because the two teams that are going to be up there are Ohio State and Penn State and Zane Rutherford. 
Rutherford. And Rutherford would love to get those bonus points by getting first place instead of a second or third place finish for Penn State at 149. Now, moving on to the next weight class, another unknown going into the season, but it's been good lately. I will say this about Edwin Cooper Jr. He's a senior. And he's the type of guy that can make some good noise in these types of tournaments. Uh, 157 is not a, it's not a world beater class, I don't think, in the Big Ten. You've got Isaiah Martinez at the top. He's ranked number two in the country. You've also got a guy like Jason Knoll from Penn State at 157 who is ranked number one in the country, and he's expected to win things for Penn State. He's one of these guys that didn't wrestle last season for the for Penn State. They had a great recruiting class coming in. They were able to redshirt some guys, and Nolf's one of these guys that his expectation is to win. And I don't know if Edwin Cooper can beat him. I don't know if Edwin Cooper can get above him as well. But he's one of those guys that he'll be qualifying for the NCAAs. And Edwin Cooper could be pitted against him. He'd be a senior, a guy that's seasoned, a guy that's weathered against a guy who's a freshman. Now, I'm not saying the experience would be able to allow Edwin Cooper to beat him. But Nolf's an interesting one as well. Um, this weight class is good. It's got some good wrestlers in it. And um, Edwin Edwin Cooper needs to uh, step up a little bit. And Nolf's one of those guys that he very well could be pitted against. We're going to see these brackets coming out next week. And Penn State needs to get some points here from Nolf. And if Edwin Cooper can get a big upset against a guy like him, then absolutely Iowa has a chance to win this duel. Uh, but behind him, the kid from Rutgers, Lewis, he's good. He's ranked number nine right now. Jake Ryan from Ohio State, number 13, a kid that will be looking to get bonus points, trying to improve as much as he can possibly improve to get Ohio State some points where they need it. you got Brian Murphy, who's number 14 from Michigan, and then Berger from Nebraska. He's up there as well, but I don't know if Cooper can win this weight class. I don't know if it's possible for him to win. I don't know if he can beat Isaiah Martinez um, or even Richie Lewis for that matter at this point in time at this juncture of the season, but Edwin Cooper Jr. has had some success. Former junior college national champion. He was a runner-up in Division II a couple years ago. Um, he's a good wrestler, and this is this to me I put, the, I, I, put, I put it this way. I put wild card weight as the moniker for 157 for the Hawkeyes because Edwin Cooper Jr., before getting beat by Gantt this last week in the uh, NWCA national duels north uh, against NC State. He had won seven straight, and he was pinning guys. Edwin Cooper's been really good for the Hawkeyes, and if he can figure out a way to get some bonus points, get some of those falls rocking and rolling in the Big Tens, and ultimately get some wins and try to pop pop himself up the uh, up the uh, podium there and try to end up getting a third or even a second or first, that would be huge for the Hawkeyes. Not the expectation for fans. Expectation is always for Iowa wrestlers to be standing at the top of the podium. It's unbelievable. It's one of the most obviously successful brand names in sports is Iowa wrestling. And that's why the expectation is to win. You win. When Tom Brands talks about even guys like Patrick Rhodes and Burke Paddock and guys that have no, probably no shot to win a national championship, he talks about those guys and he says national championship. He's not kidding. The expectation is there. Now, will those guys get there? Probably not. No, they won't. But guys like Edwin Cooper, they can be interesting. Seven, seven guys will qualify for the NCAAs from 157. Edwin Cooper will more than likely be one of those guys unless he does not wrestle a very good tournament um, at Carver, Hawkeye. But 157 is a weight class. Iowa needs to get some bonus points. They need to try and do whatever they can to get a guy qualified, to get a guy to move up that podium and ultimately put himself in a position to be successful. And I think Edwin Cooper's shown that he can be that. He can do that. He had that loss against Gantt. We'll see how he responds to that because he did win seven in a row prior to that. And 157 is a big weight class for the Iowa Hawkeyes. We're going to go ahead and take a real quick break. We've gone through the first Five weight classes, 125 with Gilman, 33 with Corey Clark, 141 with Grothus or Tover Carton, 149 with number one Brandon Sorensen, and then 157 with Edwin Cooper. When we get back, we'll continue. We'll go through the rest of the weight classes for the Big Ten.
10 championships. We will prime you, talk about the team score as well. What can the Hawkeyes expect? Can they try to get over that hump and not tie for a Big Ten title, but get a title on their own? And then the NCAA is coming up in a couple weeks. Madison Square Garden, New York City. The Iowa Hawkeyes haven't won a national title since 2010. It's only been five years. That's the type of drought the Hawkeyes don't like to see, though. This is On the Mat, Hawkeyes Mike. Follow along with us on Twitter, at Hawkeyes Mike. I'm Tyler Chumlin. Follow along with me on Twitter, at Tyler Chumlin. More On the Mat coming up after this. Come on back for more. Hawkeyes Mike programs are brought to you in part by Prefence Hand Sanitizer. One application lasts all day. Try the hand sanitizer used by the Iowa Hawkeyes. And remember, the best defense is Prefence. And by TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal, building strong and safe in the Midwest for over 50 years. How many things have you touched today? Hmm? Ooh, a puppy! <laughs> How many places have your hands been? Ooh, a keyboard! 24-hour hand sanitizer protection just makes sense. Prefins, a silica-based hand sanitizer protects your hands all day. Stays on up to 10 washings. Moisturizes, alcohol-free, and safe for the kids. So go ahead, touch anything and everything. Ew, a toilet. Prefins, keep your hands germ-free all day. Welcome back to On the Mat on Hawkeyes Mike, HawkeyesMike.com. Follow along with us on Twitter at Hawkeyes Mike. I'm Tyler Chumlin. You can follow along with me on Twitter as well at Tyler Chumlin. 125, Thomas Gilman. 133, Corey Clark. 141, Brody Growth is 149, Brandon Sorensen. 157, Edwin Cooper. Sounds like points. Sounds like guys that have expectations going into the Big Ten Championships coming up this weekend. Carver Hawkeye Arena. Uh, things get underway Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's going to be fun. First time it's been back here in Iowa City in a long time. Nothing. The big the Big Ten Wrestling Championship is great. If you've never been, I recommend going. Um, if you've got the time, uh, it's not that expensive to get in. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a great atmosphere. When you get these Big Ten wrestling schools like Iowa, fifteen and a half thousand people, Pat Carver Hawkeye Arena. It's gonna be juiced. It's gonna be totally packed this weekend for the Big Tens. Like, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be a lot of fun. But the Hawkeyes have their work cut out for them. One sixty five is a weight class where they definitely have their work cut out for them. The weakest weight class for the Hawkeyes going in, mainly because it's stacked at the top in the Big Ten. You've got Isaac Jordan and Bo Jordan, the cousins from Wisconsin, Ohio State. They've gone back and forth. Uh, Patrick Rhodes lost to Isaac Jordan a few weeks ago, 6-1. to one. Um, Anthony Parati from Rutgers, he's number four. Uh, lost to him 8-7. to seven. Steven Rodriguez, number five, 12-4. to four, uh, is what Rhodes lost to him. Paddock was sick. Paddock's father passed away a few weeks ago. He was uh, back in Dubuque. He was um, spending some time with his family, but but Tom Brands did say that he's still making weight. And the expectation for these guys is that they need to win matches and they would need to win Big Ten titles, national titles, as I said earlier in the podcast. And here's Tom Brands speaking about this weight class after that Indiana duel a couple weeks ago. And it's probably going to be Patrick Rhodes, but it's up in the air. And whoever ends up wrestling at 165, whether it is the senior Rhodes or Paddock, they have to be successful. Here's Brands talking about 165 stuff and we're keeping him in there and he's making weight and he's done everything we've asked and again it's the same situation he's got to be ready to go and we got to keep him ready to go and um, you know we want uh, two guys there that are equally uh, intent on being the best they can be and and really you know being the Big Ten and the national champion and if they're not going to be that then 
let's get as close to that as we can. So either way, their mindset has to be the same. Head coach Tom Brands talking about the weight class 165, Patrick Rhodes, the senior, or Burke Paddock. Six wrestlers will qualify for the NCAAs automatically from 165 uh, from the Big Ten. As I mentioned, Isaac Jordan and Bo Jordan, number two and number three, with Anthony Parati, number four from Rutgers. Uh, Rodriguez, Austin Wilson from Nebraska, Shaka Rashid, number 10 from Penn State, Chad Welch, who beat Paddock earlier this year, he's number 11 from Purdue. It's a good weight class at the top. It's a good opportunity for one of these two guys, whether it's Rhodes or Paddock, to step in there and try to get some points for the Hawkeyes, try to get a couple upsets, get the ball rolling, get things moving at 165. But it's probably the toughest weight class for the Hawkeyes because it's their weakest point all the way through their lineup. 174. I'm going to start the conversation about 174 with a clip from Tom Brand's preseason. Talking about Alex Meyer. Alex Meyer... Tom Brands was high on him preseason. He said Alex Myers worked his butt off. He's ready to make take that next step. He's ready to step in there to fill that void that was left by Mike Evans when Mike Evans graduated. Here's Tom Brands preseason talking about Alex Meyer and his expectations preseason. Alex Meyer is a name that makes me smile. Uh, he is everything from a work ethic point of view in everything that he does. Um, He's grown up tremendously since his first couple months here. And the other thing is, is that he's a leader in that room from a just put your head down and go to work example. And the the humor that comes out of him, the conversations that you have with him, uh, it's sarcastic humor, it's quiet humor. And those are the types of things the qualities in him that make me smile. Now let's talk about the wrestling and the wins that you talked about that were very relevant. Uh, he's got the motor on him. He's got the type of attitude where it's kind of like anyone, anytime, anywhere. And uh, those big wins aren't by accident or aren't because he ambushed guys because they weren't ready for him. Um, he's been relevant for the last couple of years sitting behind Evans and um, those wins um, were earned. They weren't ambushes, like I said, and and that's what I like about him. I like his durability. Uh, I like his lack of complaining. I like his tough guy mentality, and he's always been a tough guy. And uh, he's a good example for for some freshmen that maybe have some owies that think it's the end of the world, where you have a guy like Alex Meyer who deals with that stuff every day and just puts his head down and goes forward one step at a time. Love him. Absolutely love him. The junior Myers, 19-2 and two on the season. The Big Ten's tough at this weight class. The number one wrestler, Bo Nickel from Penn State. You've got Zach Brunson, who's number four. Uh, Meyer did not wrestle him at the duel earlier this year. He did beat the kid from Illinois, but Brunson did not wrestle. Uh, Miles Martin from Ohio State's number 12. Number 14, Jackson from Indiana, who uh, Meyer beat 8-7. to seven. Barnes from Nebraska is number five, number fifteen. Uh, Meyer beat him two nothing. Meyer beat uh, Wanzak from Minnesota ten to one a few weeks ago in the duel as well. But you've got Devontae Mahomes from Michigan as well at number twenty. All guys that are looking to qualify in this tournament. Um, you throw Meyer in the mix as well. Obviously number six uh, this season in the country. Nine guys qualify at one seventy four for the NCAA tournament. And Alex Meyer should expect to qualify for the NCAA tournament. But more than that, he should expect to try and get a couple upsets. Try to win some big matches. He's more than likely going to be matched up against Brunson or Nickel, and it's probably going to be in the semifinals based on the brackets, and that's a good opportunity for him to get some points. Now, if he ends up wrestling Miles Martin from Ohio State, that's another opportunity because you're looking at Iowa, Ohio State, and Penn State. Those are the three teams that are that have the most the best opportunity to win this tournament. I think Illinois is a wild card, um, but other than those four, I don't think there's any other team that has the horses to do it. Now, if Iowa, if, if Meyer gets matched up against Martin or Nickel, he has to win. That's 
it's point blank. It, it is. It really is. Because Iowa needs to have every bonus point they can possibly get. 174, great opportunity for Iowa to try and get some points. And Alex Meyer try to build some momentum as he tries to get into the NCAA tournament in a couple weeks in New York City. 184, not the season Sammy Brooks wanted. 19-4 and four on the season. He's a junior. He does come back next year. But last year, he got third of the Big Tens. Lost to McCutcheon from Penn State. He won seven of his last nine to end the season this year, Brooks did, which is good, but the season hasn't gone necessarily the way that he would have liked it to go. Liked it to go. Um, he was beat at the uh, NWCA National Duels against a kid from NC State. It was kind of an upset that ultimately decided the turn, decided the, uh, the meet, in my opinion. But Sammy Brooks has got to go. It's, it's time for him to go. He, he's got to get going. He he's such a good wrestler, and he, it's time for him to start start showing how good of a wrestler he is. And I think this tournament presents itself very well for Sammy Brooks because he's gonna more than likely be pitted up against uh, Abunader from Michigan, which is good because kid's very good, right? Number two in the country. Beyond him, he's got T.J. Dudley. He's got McCutcheon, who. He lost to last year um, from Penn State. Kenny Courts from Ohio State's a good wrestler as well. Kepke from Illinois, who he beat six to one. He also beat Gravina from uh, Rutgers eleven to five earlier this year. But those are kind of the guys we're looking at in this weight class. Seven guys will qualify at one eighty four and. Sammy Brooks should be one of them, but his expectation going into this thing is to win the Big Tens, and it should be, because like I said, it's time for him to go. He's got to get going, and he's got to get points. He's got to start doing something for the Hawkeyes. I like Sammy Brooks. I think he's a great wrestler. I think he's a competitor. I think he's tough. He's got to show that toughness. He's got to demonstrate that um, in the Big Tens coming up at Carver this coming weekend. On the mat, Hawkeyes Mike. I'm Tyler Chumlin. Follow along with us on Twitter at Hawkeyes Mike. Moving on to 197, second to last weight class for us. Number four, Nathan Burak. He's a senior his expectation is very simple folks win 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 the big tens win the national tournament go down in hawkeye lore as one of the greatest wrestlers of all time well maybe not because guys win national championships for the hawkeyes uh frequently but nathan barack he's had a very very good year very very good career as a hawkeye 19 and 1 on the season Got fourth last year in the Big Tens. Uh, disappointing for Burak last year. Lost to Schiller in that third place match, if you remember. I did get seventh at the NCAA Blaze, though. This is a good opportunity for Burak to step in there and do some good things. And here's Burak talking after the um, Burak talking after the Indiana duel about something that gets brought up a lot, and that is getting winners. And that's what he needs to do. He needs to be a winner. Iowa needs to get winners at these weight classes. And 197 presents itself as one where they can get winners. Here's the senior, Burak, talking after the Indiana duel. Do their part, and then we got to get guys in the finals, and we got to get winners. That's what it comes down to ultimately, individual winners. Six wrestlers will qualify for the NCAAs from 197. Number one, Morgan McIntosh in the, from Penn State. Number one in the country, uh, Brett Farr, number three uh, in the land from Minnesota. Burak lost to him 6-5 to five the other day in the dual meet. Uh, number nine, Max Huntley from Michigan. And then Aaron Studebaker, number 16 from Nebraska, as well as number four, number four Burak uh, in this weight class. It should be a tough one, but again, it's the expectation for Burak to, to win. He needs to win. He needs to beat McIntosh. He needs to, he needs to beat Farr. 
uh, overcome those guys and put himself in a position for seeding at the national tournament. But again, he needs to wrestle. He needs to wrestle well because he's a senior. This is the last time he's going to wrestle at Carver Hawkeye Arena. It's the last time he's going to wrestle as a Hawkeye at Carver Hawkeye Arena. And it's time for him to do that. It's time for him to step up and do some good things at 197 for the Hawkeyes. As we go through, I always talk about the expectation is to win, 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 and it is. It's hard to understate that because it absolutely is. These guys are expected to win. They're expected to be champions, and that's what Iowa wrestling is all about, and it rings no no different at 285 with Sam Stoll. Sam Stoll is the freshman, 19-3 and on the season, uh, did, not have a great, did not have a great match, was injured in the NC State match, uh, lost to Gwiz from NC State. Um, but Stoll has an opportunity here to do some good things. Seven wrestlers will qualify from the Big Ten for the NCAAs. Among those wrestlers, you've got Billy Smith from Rutgers. He's number 12. Uh, Michael Krolis from Minnesota. He's number 8. Kyle Snyder, he's up from 197 last year uh, for Ohio State. He's number 5 in the country. He's a guy that Ohio State's expecting to get some big bonus points from. And number 3, Adam Kuhn from Michigan, the sophomore. He's expecting to do some things for the Hawk- or for Michigan as well. Um, Stoll needs to do... He needs to wrestle well. I don't know if he's going to win the tournament. I don't know if he'll do that. That needs to be the expectation for him because he needs to start working on his seating. But this is a kid that broke high school records uh, for pins. He had 63 pins. Um, he's very, very good, and he needs to display that as a Hawkeye. He's young. He's what behind the ears, but I think this is an opportunity for Sam Stoll to do some big things um, in this Big Ten wrestling tournament, and I expect that to be the case. You've got seven qualifiers, so Sam Stoll will more than likely be wrestling at Madison Square Garden here coming up in a couple weeks, um, and, and it's, it's big for the team, too. Let's get to that team. Let's talk about the team score because that's what ultimately matters for a lot of people is, you know, can Iowa win the Big Ten title? Last year, they won the tur- they won the Big Ten tournament, but they tied with Ohio State. They had 120 points. Number three was Minnesota. Number four was Michigan. Number five was Penn State. Penn State took a step back. They redshirted some guys. They wrestled unattached. Now they're in full force. They've got some very, very good wrestlers, um, does Penn State. So you look at what Penn State brings to the table, and you look at Iowa, and you look at Ohio State. It's a three-team race, in my opinion. Bonus points are the big thing. Now, here's Nathan Birak talking about those bonus points going into this Big Ten tournament, going into postseason wrestling, and ultimately what it means for for Iowa, for Ohio State, for anybody and everybody. Bonus points are big. Here's Burak talking about those bonus points. Getting ready for postseason, getting ready for Big Ten, which we're hosting, which is awesome, um, and just putting dominating finishes there. Just uh, bonus points are big. I think we got quite a few tonight. We want to bring a lot of bonus points into Big Ten if you want to win a Big Ten title. Bonus points, bonus points, bonus points. That's the way to win the Big Ten championship. That's the way to win the NCAA championship as well. Hawkeyes, Buckeyes. Nittany Lions, Fighting Illini, Boilermakers, Spartans, Wolverines, Golden Gover. It's going to be a blast at Carver-Hawkeye Arena for the Big Ten Wrestling Championships. If you're planning on going, enjoy the wrestling. If you're not planning on going, make it in your plans. It's going to be one heck of a tournament. Run down the qualifiers real quick. Again, 125 has seven qualifiers in the Big Ten. 133 has nine. 141 has seven. 149 has six. 157 has seven. 165 has six. 174 has nine. There will be seven 
from 184. 197 has six, and 285 heavyweight has seven as well. That's 71 qualifiers from the Big Ten. Again, there's also the at-large bids um, that will be decided uh, coming up next week as well. Um, obviously, there will be some more Big Ten wrestlers that don't automatically qualify coming up this weekend. That will be wrestling in Madison Square Garden here coming up in a couple weeks. That's going to do it. That's all I've got for you. Look forward to the wrestling coming up this weekend. You've got some guys for the Hawkeyes that really, really have the opportunity to be Big Ten champions that can stand at the top of that podium, that can really represent the black and gold the way that they want to. Can the Hawkeyes win a Big Ten championship again? Can the Hawkeyes build that momentum, start rolling that stone down the hill, if you will, towards the NCAAs? That's going to do it. I'm Tyler Chumlin. Follow along with me on Twitter at Tyler Chumlin. I will be live at Carver Hawkeye Arena this weekend. Follow along with us on Twitter at Hawkeyes Mike as well. Check out the other podcasts at HawkeyesMike.com. This has been On the Mat. Until next time, thank you for listening and have yourselves a fun time watching the wrestling. And broadcast school has really paid off. Are you looking for a new, rewarding career with great benefits? TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal in Ely, Iowa, just south of Cedar Rapids, provides great career opportunities with wages starting at $20 an hour, including benefits. Give TNK a call today at 319-848-4191 or toll free at 1-800-383-7663 to begin your roofing career today. $20 per hour starting wage, including benefits. You can't beat that. Give TNK a call at 319-848-4191 or toll free 1-800-383-7663. 383-7663. You can also visit their brand new website at tkroofing.com. TNK Roofing, a proud union company and member of Built by Pros in Eastern Iowa. This has been a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike LLC.